Welcome everybody to another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality Cast. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Phelps, and my co-host and very good friend is Mr. Dave Forrest. Hey there, Chris. It's great to speak to you. It's a brand new week of Love Island, so we're on season two, episode 25. And where would you like to start, Chris? Well, Dave, it's been the talk of the town since good old Mackenzie left, but it's the Johnny and Selly ongoing saga, which... It's not going away anytime soon, Dave. It really isn't. The power couple have gone from being the power couple to just being absolutely obliterated, all because of Johnny's actions, obviously. Sally's well within her rights to do what she's doing. And there was times there when Johnny's chatting to her and he's like, you know, I, I know it's my fault. I know it's my fault. But you know how hard it is on me? And I'm like, Johnny, mate. You've caused all it. I know I've caused the problem. It's like, Johnny, please. <laughs> he'd, he'd like grab with one hand and then take with the other. Every time he was clawing it back, he just did. He said something and I'm like, I don't, I can't work out where he's been. Arrogant, useless. And then the revelation, which you messaged me about, and I was like gobsmacked as well, is he's only 22. He looks a lot older than that. He's about fucking 30. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I he's can't a grow a beard lad, like but... that. No, I can't. <laughs> he's a good-looking lad, Dave. He's one of the best-looking lads in there, but he doesn't look 22. No, I, I, I'm with you. Um, so, you know, I, when it came out about that, I was like, oh, fucking hell, he is really young, isn't he? I started, I started replaying what all my sort of thoughts on him were because I was thinking, oh, fucking hell, at 22, you know, I was pretty young and dumb as well. But, you know, it, it, you can tell he's trying to do the right thing. But honestly, I don't know if he's fully getting it. I don't think he's getting the fact that it's not about what happened. It's about the kind of minimal amount of the truth that he let out there. That's the yeah. thing that she can't trust him about. And I, I, I just don't think he's getting it. And I think, it's like we were saying last week, late last week, you know, it, it's kind of poisoning it. I think the guilt is kind of eating him up as well. But at the same time, you know, so he can't forgive himself, but at the same time, you know, he's not really not really listening to what Sally's saying. Meanwhile, no. you've got Benny in the wings there, just not having to do fucking anything. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know she says he's been absolutely outstanding since the start. I've not seen one bit of outstanding chat from him, Chris, but, you know, he's, again, he's another good-looking ripped lad um but yeah he doesn't really have to do anything does he He just has to watch them sit back and watch them self-destruct exactly dave just do everything that johnny's not done don't <laughs> cheat on her and you've got a chance and that's exactly what he's done because i think you're right with with johnny i know in anything like this there's only so long she can persecute him for it's totally she's totally right what she's doing i completely support her. he fucked up he obviously thinking that he's on a reality show. Nobody's going to say anything to Sally. And then he was like, oh, shit, you know, I'm going to say something. And that revelation of the tweet, again, like we said last time, absolutely teed it up. So we had this proper uh, melodrama stuff, which is what Love Island's about. I fucking love it. Absolutely love it. But then he's not really apologizing for cheating as such. It's more because <laughs> it's like, well, you know, I was honest with you. And then he sort of apologized. And, he, and I'm like, but... You're only honest because you were backed into a corner. I'm pretty sure if he was on, and I can only speculate on this, this is my personal opinion, but if he was away with the lads, Dave, there's no way he's coming back and telling Sally what he's done, is he? Let's be honest now. No, I mean, he's on the fucking reality TV. So, soap, 
it is kind of a soap, isn't it? Yeah. You know, but there's no escaping it. So, yeah, he's given away the, the minimal amount of information that, you know, he thought he'd be able to recouple with Sally. Still maintain, he's quite happy to have a bit of fun in Casa Amor and thought he'd come back, eat, eat a bit of crow, and then, you know, everyone moves on and then, you know, they get they make it at least to the final three. So, I don't know, which, which way do you think it's going to go, Chris? I still say what I said last time, Dave. There's going to be a big, can you be my girlfriend situation going. I'm still sticking to it. I was a bit premature with my Monday, Tuesday situation, but I still think that's coming. Yeah. That might be the reprieve they get to actually win the show. At, at the beginning of the episode, I don't think... I, I, I'd have still stuck to my guns firmly as, as to what I said last week. You know, she can't really stick with Johnny. You know, once that trust's gone, you, you've blown it. You, you can't get it back. But she did thaw out a little bit. You know, I definitely think, you know, the girls went off, didn't they, and had a, a nice little... Uh, Looked like orange juice. Not sure if it was Buxley's or something like that. Bit of a drink, bit of a chat though. And then she came back, and then she seemed to be a bit more kind of open with him, um, and was just saying, you know, "That was when it came out. You know, you're 22, and you know, but you have to do better." I, I thought she did really well there. Actually, she she was very measured. You know, she had time to cool off a little bit. I tell you what, though, Chris, do you sleep in sunglasses? <laughs> <laughs> Not unless I fucking break him, Dave. No, I exactly. <laughs> I mean, I can get the whole night mask type thing, but I was thinking that must be so uncomfortable. Is that real or is that completely staged? Yeah, it's all for it. Well, I think it's, it might have not been staged, but it was certainly for dramatic effects that she's mourning the loss of their relationship, wasn't it? It's all, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm not getting, I can't say I'm getting sick of it because this is what Love Island's all about, but it's like, Somewhere along the line, and old Sally's got to get her head around it. There's got to be a line drawn in the sand, aren't there, Dave? Very similar to the Mackenzie situation. That went on for far too long. You know, we got called out on it because it's all we were talking about because that's all that was happening. I don't want him to just completely concentrate on that because there's other things going on now on the sidelines with the different couples, isn't there? Like we've seen a, a break in Carrington and Laurel now, Dave. You know, since this public thing, it's come from nowhere, and she's even up for sort of getting there with freckles. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't see this coming at all. Um, again, you know, she says she's having these deep chats with with um, with Freckles. I don't see him. No. Do you see these no. freak these no. deep chats? He's all he's doing is listening to her, I guess. But 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 when they were talking and. You know, Carrington got everything wrong about fucking Laurel's family, brothers, sisters, <laughs> fucking dog, cat. Dave, let's be honest here. Like, I've been married like your for predictions, 20... isn't it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, fuck off, right? <laughs> 22 years, Dave, I've been married to Sam. And I can guarantee that me and Sam, at least once a week ago, I told you that last week, and I'll go, did you? I don't know. And then, then I always come back with you. She's give, giving me a load of aggro. I'll go... Oh, I'm sorry, I'm just used to you moaning at me, so I just switch off. You know, that sort of thing, Dave. You know, like the that little bit of banter where it's verging on me getting punched right in my snot. So, <laughs> but that's just, I think that's just a man thing because I'm terrible. Sam will tell me stuff, Dave. I can remember who scored the goal on whatever a United game going back years. You could tell me and I'd get it or some wrestling or game, computer game trivia. Something to be sport, no problem. But anything like that, I'm useless at. So she seems to use that as a basis with 
Calvin's going, we had a bit of an argument. I'm thinking, well, you didn't have an argument. He just, he's obviously not fucking listening to you. He's been stood in the, the mirror again, flexing his muscles while we're talking. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not excusing it because she knew his brother, his sister, his mum, the mum and dad's name, the fucking dog, the cat, the postman, his fucking postcode. She knew it all. He knew none of it. And I'm just laughing to myself thinking, I've given Carrington a hard thingy, but I'm pretty fucking useless at stuff like that. Dave. I don't know about yourself. <laughs> don't but know. she seemed to use that as a bit of a, a gaslight to go, oh, there's me a little bit of a way out now. I I don't necessarily see it that way. I, I think she didn't... I mean, come on, Chris. Statistically, you've got to get one of them fucking right. <laughs> <laughs> Just Even if you completely guess at a random stranger, you know, Thanks, fucking mate. hell. He got everyone perfectly wrong. But he, yeah, he, he was did. like... He was kind of like, when he when he got the number of brothers and sisters wrong, he's like, oh, well, there you go, close. <laughs> he just wasn't really arsed at all. And I guess it's that... She's picking up, I think, on that just overall arrogance that he's just not really that into her and he just he's more kind of interested in himself and I think that whole comment about the being as shallow as a puddle I think that's really kind of playing on her mind the thing with Calvin I don't know if that's particularly going to go anywhere I don't think it caused the argument though what caused the argument was Carrington was asking about, you know, whether she she's open to getting to know Calvin a bit more. And then, you know, she she said she didn't have time to sort of, she wanted to sleep on it. She didn't have time to process it all and really figure out how does she feel about it. You know what it's like when, you, when you're wrestling with quite a lot of things, you, you do need a bit of think time. So, and the fact that he was being really sort of, off-handed with her you know that was the thing that I think frustrated her and, and got her a bit emotional so I, I didn't see it coming but on the on the other hand she I think she's right to kind of explore different things with with Calvin to be honest yeah you could be I, I must admit David, I'm not a fan of Calvin I must admit, I don't. I think there's something a bit sneaky about him, to be honest. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but I just don't believe it. You know, we, we have the situation with Moira. Obviously, Connor says to her, we're just friends. She gets upset again. It's the same script with her. She's never watched the show. It's, it's just, you know, and we could see from the get-go, they were never a couple at all. Even when they had to kiss, it was more a, I'll kiss you on the lips because I really have to. But it was not like they were going for it full on tongues and everything. It was just a bit of a, a peck. And you could see there's no chemistry between them. They're just two nice people. We'd speculated, get them together because they, they, they'd seem perfect. They don't. And he's still going on about Mackenzie. He's absolutely pining for Mackenzie. If he's daft enough to go back there, that's his own problem. So that was out of the way. And then I love the, the presenter when he says the voiceover guy, you know, all of a sudden when Connor says that, he goes, uh, Moira goes, Bennett, can we have a chat? And he goes, oh, she's Paul Bennett for a chat. That is a coincidence, isn't it? You know, because, you know, and it's like when he sees it like that and he's actually calling them out, it's so transparent. And then she had Connor saying, you do what you need to do. I understand it's about finding somebody. And fucking Calvin comes over and goes, well, you know, the longest we've been with someone was with you. And I'm thinking, fuck off, mate. You are just trying to stay in the villa now. <laughs> Moira's absolutely playing all the cards, Dave. And you can see they've left it on a cliffhanger, haven't they? Yeah, but I think... Which way do you, which way, blah, 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 blah. Which way do you think she's going to go? I think she's going to go with Connor. You reckon? I, if, 
Yeah, if it's a love thing, she shouldn't go with any of them. Bennett's the one she should probably pick for the simple reason. It, there's a chance there. She's been down the Calvin route, got nowhere. Connor, there isn't anything. I think it might be a mates thing, Dave. Maybe that's why she's getting upset because you see a preview. Well, I he, don't he, know. Connor basically said, didn't he? You know, he's he's not. Um, he does see them as friends, and yeah, you know that uh, he's still not over Mackenzie. It's not, you know, it's not that unrealistic for me for him to say that. But it's kind of like, well, what are you doing in the villa then? <laughs> <laughs> just yeah. just yeah. walk out if if you're done you know it's a bit a bit the same with Kirsten Chris I don't think she's still over Carrington she's she was too gleeful you know when uh, Laurel was basically you know talking to Kirsten about having a few problems with Carrington I mean she was so happy wasn't she yeah I think she's like oh trouble in paradise I might be in with a chance there and you think that's crazy even if it wasn't Laurel it would be someone else you Carrington and Kirsten are done but I wouldn't rule it out that Kirsten might pick Carrington it could happen Dave because who'd say, who's with Kirsten now is it Calvin so it was a friendy couple, wasn't it? Yes, Calvin. Yeah, um, Calvin, and he. But she likes. Said, oh, he's Bennett, wasn't it? Well, she likes Bennett, but she's coupled formally with Calvin. Sorry, yes, yeah, sorry. And when Bennett was with Moira, that's what's getting at. Moira even said she said, "How's it going with Kirsten?" And she went, "Well, it's it's okay, but there's still that thing there with Carrington." So obviously, she, like you say, you're absolutely right. She's not over him. There's something in the back burner, Dave. I do, I do think you're right, as you've said it. If she's got to pick anyone, I would say Bennett, Connor, Calvin, on your way. See ya, and Benny from the Bronx as well. He's definitely got to be down to say Benny from the Bronx, Dave. Calvin's all sway, but um, but Benny's gone as well because I don't think Sally's going to pick him over Johnny. I really don't, despite what's happened. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I can't believe the bloody cliffhanger though, Chris. It's like, come on. Dude, <laughs> every time. Bloody hazy every when they time. do that. Because I'm like, come oh. on, I need to watch it now. <laughs> so, so Dave, Dave, we have um, a bit of interaction, haven't we, on social media? We do. Which one should we tackle first? Should we go Twitter? Let's go to Twitter. Yeah. And Terence is back. He says, now, Chris, will you believe us about Moira? <laughs> she needs to go. <laughs> Laurel will be goofy if she goes with Freckles. He's a bore too. Sally, unfortunately, going back to Johnny. I don't. Did we see that? I don't think we saw that. I, I, I think probability. I think she's seventy percent. She'll go with Johnny. Unfortunately, uh, and then it says Kirsten's still not over Carrington. I'm sticking to my guns. Caleb and Justine are not real. What do you reckon to that last bit, Chris? <laughs> Didn't really see a lot of them tonight. No, no. Um... I think they're still the championies, Dave. I still think they're they're the ones going to do the business. Yeah, I mean, uh, look, Chris, none of these fuckers are real, <laughs> <You know? laughs> and and I think I'm even with each passing bloody series that I watch. I, I'm I've come full circle from being you know the Love Island cynic when I, in our very first episode. And I've come round to being the biggest Love Island fan in the world, and I'm back to being a cynic again. Um, so I, I just think, you know, with the Australian season last one, I, I was completely bought in to old Grant crap there. And uh, he fucking did a number on me. I thought he was a top bloke by the end of it. Turns out he had a girlfriend on the outside the whole fucking time. <laughs> so, you know, I 
from what I've seen and from what my eyes are telling me, they're the most genuine couple in there, but that doesn't necessarily mean they're genuine either. So I, 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 I'll stay on the fence with that, Chris. No, that's fair enough, Dave. Now, Dave, we've also had a couple of uh, letters. One of the letters, I'll read out this one. This is a long, this is from uh, one of our listeners, Alice. Uh, great email. It just says, um, podcast lover, I'm a big fan, Alice. Hey, boys. So for the first time ever, I can officially say I have a lot more empathy about Love Island after the f- past few months. Love Island is COVID-19 lockdown on sexual crack. I feel like we <laughs> empathize with this after the past few months, but goodness, this has been what my single self has needed after months of living by yourself in isolation. Mackenzie is gone. Have you watched the More to Love behind the scenes episode? She said, maybe Connor and I will hook up on the outside. She's insane in capitals, Dave. (laughs) Also, she was amazing viewing, but that's enough. We need never talk about this again. However, she was voted off by the most generic looking guy whom I call the headband man. (laughs) (laughs) Carrington is playing the game. I'm not buying it, but he's... But it is so much nicer to see a softer side to him. Maybe I'll be convinced later, but I doubt it. Laurel is just a sweetie. Watch this crash and burn now, she's right. I enjoyed Calvin calling him out on how savage he was with his recoupling. Selly, bloody love making Johnny sweat after what happened in Castro Moore. I think this is her feeling like she has the power and I really like Johnny. Can't cope with Selly being chased after. The most insecure thing for a man is that a woman enjoys sex and sexual... Uh, love as much as a man. Johnny can't cope with this, and because he's literally so shit behind her back, because he was so shit behind her back, Selly is such a fan favourite. I could see a, um, I could see a UK outcome, uh, i.e., like Amber. To be fair, which was where Amber won it, didn't she? Dave? Yeah, and got yeah. with uh, based on the last week. To be fair, Justine, Caleb have this in the bag. My thoughts, boys. Let's discuss. Love the podcast, Alice. That's so, brilliant. That's a, it's a great email, that Dave. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome, and. Yeah, it's another fucking Love Island uh, thing that didn't <laughs> didn't pan out, isn't it? So, I mean, uh, for our US listeners who, who might not have seen the UK season, this was season five, wasn't it? And uh, Greg from Ireland came in right near the end, and he was just he was just pretty nice, wasn't he? And Amber had had a bit of a rough time of it with Michael being a complete tit, to be quite honest. Uh, by the end of it, he just sort of had a personality transplant from his, the first few weeks. And yeah, but but because she just, you know, being quite authentic and, and been a bit shit on, really, she ended up going on and w- winning it with this Greg. And uh, a few months later, he dumped her over a text message. <laughs> <laughs> After he got his 25 grand. But good old Amber has gone on to a million pound modeling contract. So Amber, I really like Amber. So yeah, fair fucks to her, Dave. She's a great girl. And with Ovi, she's still good friends with Ovi. Yeah. That should have been the couple, to be honest. They were the two nicest people in uh, the villa last year. Now, Dave, we had another email from Andy, and this sort of segues into something that we wanted to talk about anyway. This from Andy, and it simply says, The mystery of the disappearing islander. What happened to the fake Leonardo DiCaprio? He spilled the tea on Johnny and was never seen again, and he's been scrubbed off the official website. Well, this is what Andy said, and we've looked into this, Dave, haven't we? And yep. it is pretty rumour. Andy's put, Twitter says he's got kicked off because he was a gay porn star. I doubt that, mainly because that would make him more interesting than the person I saw peacocking around the villa. <laughs> well, Andy, and that's from Andy in Seattle, so cheers, Andy. That's actually true. I think you've got the full story on that, Dave, because I've not seen this. Yeah, so when I say it's true, you know, I Googled it, and, uh, you know, there's articles. <laughs> it is true. It, so, <laughs> so it's as true as anything is on the internet. Um 
So he, what he did appear there once, Chris. He was sat in exactly the same spot that he was when he was having that chat with Sally, in exactly the same position. And I thought Johnny might have super glued him to the sofa. <laughs> you know where, 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 you know where they had that chat where it's like the changing kind of lounge area or something. Yeah, yeah. He was there, but then you know that was it pretty much in the whole episode. Now, from what I'd read. He does have this pass, so a few people had recognised him and and sort of pointed out that his real name, well, well, his name wasn't Noah and it went by a different name. If you want to know it, Google it. (laughs) Um, But basically, I think it's more plausible that they're not going to fucking kick him off because of that. I mean, it'd be a massive hypocritical thing to do, wouldn't it, really? You know, yeah, they film yeah. these people in the fucking hideaway and in bed together. You know, <laughs> come on. I think he's probably not declared it. You know, he's he's yeah. they've probably asked, you know, if there's anything, you know, that we should be aware of, you know, declare it. And then they'll have their media people on it and stuff. So I think they've probably... Um, you know, when fans have pointed this out, they've probably got a bit pissed and then just pulled him from the show. But uh, I think it makes CBS look a bit silly, really, doesn't it? Because, uh, you know, you'd think there's people doing background checks on all of them. So, yeah, exactly. And at the end of the day, if that's what he done or that's how he earns his money, what's he got to do with anybody, Dave? Do you know, as long as he's not bringing... There's nothing illegal he's done, which I don't think there is reading like the article on that. It's like, well, it's nothing to do with anybody else. But again, you're in a different, you know, even the 21st century, you're in a different di- you know, dimension, Dave, as well, aren't you? So, um, yeah, we'll leave that one as it is, I think, before we start going down the rabbit hole with that, I think, Dave. But, it's, yeah. it's very much like um, when, uh, what's his face from UK season five? Oh, what's his name? The guy who got booted out and there was, there was just oh um oh he kicked, just he kicked her in the uh... well that that all came out after um, um the reasons oh. for it but but we didn't know did we and in fact you know no. what this is where we we started off doing the dailies wasn't it because we were going to do yeah. a weekly podcast and then the news broke that he'd been uh, it begins with an s anyway this guy got chucked out after a few days and uh yeah, they nothing from the official channels actually explained why. It was just like, you know, this guy, Sharif, that was it, wasn't it? Sharif, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah this Sharif. guy, Sharif's left the villa. All right. Oh, fucking hell. You know? So, um, yeah, very reminiscent of that. But, Chris, I've got a cracking <laughs> review for you. This is a corker. You know, I love these. <laughs> so it's not a I think this star. is about you, Dave. <laughs> Now, this one is is from the UK store. Subject, James, says, couldn't listen to any more of this podcast after the James episode. The way they went on about him and the names they were calling him at the same time going on about how he's out of order is laughable. Making out he needed some sort of intervention. What the hell are you on about? (laughs) Chris, Chris, what what do you think of this one? 
thought you were going to say, Chris, what were you actually going on about? Um, oh, no, I think we both gave him both barrels, but I yes. mean, I'll get on to that in a minute. What, I, what do you reckon? I stand by that, Dave. Look, everyone's entitled to the review. We're probably not going to be everyone's cup of tea. And that's the whole point of the show. It doesn't matter. You know, obviously, that isn't a five out of five review, Dave. Well, that's <laughs> the guy's opinion. I've got no problem with that at all because I can't see how he didn't see what James was doing was wrong. However, that is his opinion. And I just laughed. The, the, the best one ever is the one that we don't understand women, Dave. And I'm never <laughs> going to say I have 22 years married. I'm never going to say understand women. So I love my wife. I love my daughter. But Dave, I ain't got a clue. And I've got five sisters as well. So come on, give cut me a bit of slack. But with this one, that's his opinion. I still think James a fucking sleazeball and I'm sticking to it, Dave. So, um... Oh, I forgot to say, that was from James in Florida. <laughs> Got his captain's outfit on, <laughs> but 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 you know what though? There was one thing, and this isn't to sort of disparage the review because I respect what anybody says about City. This guy's took the time to give us a review, Dave, good or bad. The, the thing is, we're not wrong with James. There's a lot of stuff out there about James. That's all I'm going to say. As you mentioned about Noah, there's plenty of stuff there. That's what you've got to do with James. And this wasn't our. Uh, we didn't make that opinion off what we found out afterwards. We, we were purely talking about what we see. That's the whole point of the show. But again, Dave. It's a great review. He's not wrong with that. I am. Um, yeah, I've got a slightly different opinion. I think if you don't <laughs> think anything's wrong with what James was doing, you, you should have a fucking word with yourself. Well, <laughs> yeah, slightly but... less kind than what you were saying. But no, took the time out. Brilliant. Um, yeah. No, I, I think I've said this to you, I'm sure, on the, on the podcast. If not, we, we've chatted about it. But I actually think now, watching these episodes of Love Island... It is kind of good for young people to watch it, I think. You know, it's not just purely about trash TV. It's about how do you behave when you're in a relationship? You know, and that kind of controlling behavior, and a lot of it was driven by insecurity, but we're not trying to, you know, do a psychoanalysis on him on, on why he had that kind of manic controlling behavior, but but he did, and that's not the way to behave in a relationship. So... For that reason, I, I do think it, it's not just throwaway trash TV. I think there's a lot that kind of younger people can learn about relationships in Love Island. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree, Dave. especially the way we are now. You know, bloody hell, we're possibly on the verge of another bloody lockdown, aren't we, in the UK? So, you know, obviously these guys are over in America, but the way the world's gone, it's all relationships are being built now on fucking TikTok, Dave. You know what I mean? Someone puts a crisp, crisp up the nose and dances with a fucking, to some Michael Jackson song. And the next minute they're getting in. A friend of mine I know is doing TikTok all the time. He's, he's got with some woman now, Dave. He's putting oh, really? videos on TikTok. Yeah, he's, he's got a relationship with her and everything. <laughs> he's the love of his life. So, yeah, it's the way of the world, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, it really is. But, um, yeah, it's just just is what it is, Dave. And this is the whole point of us doing it. We're bloody 40-odd years old. We're, you know, we're well past our prime. So it's like we're doing this because we love easy, watching the show. Easy. It's, oh, it's right, right in our prime. <laughs> all right, yeah. <laughs> I don't feel like it at the moment, I Dave. I fucking yeah. wish. <laughs> yeah, I do. But anyway, Chris, if someone wanted to get back in contact with us and hurl some abuse at us, how would they do that? Well, on social media, at cdrealitycast. And if you want to email us, cdrealitycast.gmail.com. If you want to drop us a review and just give us both barrels then get over there we can take anyone on or if you want to give us a nice review get onto your podcast catching up and just drop me and Dave a review of the show 
We always read them out. We're always transparent, good or bad. We love reading everything out. So yeah, big, big thanks to everybody who's watching and listening to the show. Awesome, Chris. Well, I can't wait for tomorrow now. So we're going to have this cliffhanger episode. Moira's going to pick someone. I'm not sure how much I care about that, but certainly it's, it's who Sally picks and it's who Laurel picks that I can't wait to see. So, And some of the boys are going to leave the villa, aren't they? So I think Connor is definitely going to be uh, leaving. I think, you know, he might be reunited with Gus potentially. Or yeah. Mr. Cuddles. And um, yeah. So cheers again, mate. See you tomorrow. Bye.